into the contest. It's Wednesday the 11th of August. Welcome to our afternoon sport deep dive. Shane Lee, I tell you what, after the Olympic Games, kids in lockdown, you, like me, have been playing all sorts of sports with them. All sorts of sports, mate, down the side of the house, bit of, bit of basketball. Um, Thomas even set up some uh, cardboard boxes yesterday. He wanted, wanted to do the 110 metre hurdles and <laughs> I thought that wouldn't be great for my Achilles. <laughs> Particularly if there was anything <laughs> in the boxes. Today That's on the right. show, we have the NRL manager to the stars, Steve Gillis, on the show today. Also, we're going to find all about the world of sports betting with Nathan Reeves, general manager of Kindred Group. It's a fascinating area. Bangladesh, all out for 62, Shane. That's a disgrace. Sorry, I mean, look, you were an elite cricketer. You you played 45 times for your country in one-day internationals. To lose 4-1 or whatever the scoreline was to Bangladesh, there's drama. There is drama, mate, and there's a lot of uh, talk coming from inside the camp and how unhappy they are once again with Justin Langer. Um, look, Justin Langer can't take all the blame, but he has to take quite a bit of it here. Um, that is a horrible loss. Yes, they went over there un- uh, undermanned, but um, some of the reports coming out, out of the camp saying, you know, he's just losing the plot. Um, players are sitting there in silence, don't know what to say. He's unapproachable. Um, it feels like it's a really, really ugly tour. And um, one of those tours, mate, we spend it all in meetings and that ain't fun at all. And, and it's a fine line with coaching, isn't it? You know, if you're going mm. to be a big, impressionable coach that uh, that has a lot to say around a cricket team, you need to be that mentor. You need to be the guy that lifts the players to another level, not has them scared or or wondering what's coming next. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Mitchell Marsh can probably hold his head high. He had a decent tour. But apart from that, our batsmen were appalling. We just haven't adapted to playing on, on the slower wickets. We're, we're trying to force runs. Yes, it's a T20. But our, our approach to batting over there w- was poor. Um, we couldn't maintain enough pressure in with bowling either, which is really, really hard in the subcontinent, hard to bowl on those slower wickets. But but it all comes down to the mental state of the guys. And um, look, we go straight from this almost into the Ashes series this year without any test matches. You know, I'd like to think we're going to be the favourites to win the Ashes this year, but we, we need to, to lift. And yes, it will be a different team, but come on, guys, we need to get this, get this right. And Justin Langer... Um, I think you're on watch, mate. Yeah, I don't know if he'll survive it. I really don't. To be honest, uh, they've got the World Cup in between. There'll be different players there again. But uh, we'll watch with interest because there's going to be a stack of publicity in and around the Australian cricket team over the next six months. Coming up next on Afternoon Sport, it is the player manager to the stars. He's a clever man as well, Mr. Steve Gillis. PlaySport is calling Game On for a new way to play, a free platform to explore and be inspired to connect to thousands of sport, rec and well-being activities in your community. Just go to PlaySport.com. PlaySport, whatever moves you. Time to talk the greatest game of all, Rugby League. And, of course, in lockdown, he's normally at the gym every morning, but now he's diverted his attention. He's set up his kitchen like a gym, doing curls with Vegemite jars. Stephen Gillis, the manager to the stars in the NRL. You're quite an ingenious guy. (laughs) Thank you very much, uh, Tim. Shane, good to be here. You're not going to give me anything on that? You're not going to give me some feedback on that? I thought that was comedy magic. 
I enjoyed the Olympics. Put it that way. I'm very good on the couch. Hey, Steve, let's let's start with um with uh, the Eels Gutherson. Um, he comes off contract from November one. Um, last time he came off contract, there were serious dramas. Yeah, look, I, I think um, timing's a real big important part with with coming off contract. Obviously, as you as you're rolling off, it's always good to be at your at your absolute best, and the better you go, the the, the more you attract the attention of, of your, your club and other clubs. So um, this year is probably a little bit different for him because there's so much expectation for uh, Parramatta to do well. Um, so look, if, if Parramatta go well, he, he has control of the process. If Parramatta uh, bail out of the, the competition without putting up too much of a struggle, then he probably loses some of that traction. Yeah, well, he's, he's lost a bit of his mojo. He's certainly not playing as slick as he was. And look, if I ever go on a, a version of Survivor, I'd want to go with Brad, Ar- Brad Arthur as my partner because he just is a survivor. He has survived through everything. And, and he's starting to get a bit of un- bit of pressure come his way now, but they are really playing poorly. Yeah, look, they're struggling. But at the same time, I don't think anyone seriously thought they were going to win the competition. I think... Um, you know, the fans obviously want to win the comp and, and uh, to give it a shake is, is their expectation. Obviously, um, Parramatta season will be judged purely on the back end and not on what they've done the first, uh, you know, 18 or so weeks. Yeah, and a big game coming up this weekend against the Sea Eagles who are, who are pretty hot at the moment, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, mate, what are your thoughts on, on sledging on, on, on the football field? You've just seen Will Chambers, who is... He's almost off tap at the moment, um, sprouting off, and he's been uh, he's been set back by um, the Sharks. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, he's he's probably overdoing it um, a, a tad. Shane, obviously, sledging uh, has been around, you know, since since day dot in rugby league. It's a contact sport. There's, uh, um, you know, it's always been part of the game. Um, it probably always will in in some way, shape, or form. Obviously. Um, you know, it's always good to sledge if you're, if you're winning. Unfortunately, the other day they sledged and lost, you know. So I guess it was highlighted a little bit more. Uh, that there are things that you can, can cross the line with what you say on the field. So obviously, t- two things I'd say, t- you know, to sledge, you know, you've got to be a very, very good player. Um, uh, and at the same time, it, it's got to be, if it's done, it's got to be done in moderation. My preference would be for the players to concentrate on I'm doing what they do best, and that's just play the game. Yeah, and it's got to be clever as well, doesn't it? I, I do think that Ronnie Arani's to Mark Wall was the best of all time when he said that uh, when Mark said, you're not good enough to be in this cricket team of England, he said, well, I'll, at least I'm the best cricketer in my own family. I just thought that that, is, <laughs> that kind of line is fantastic. Now, now Stephen, uh, looking at the West Tigers, the, the tales from Tigertown, uh, it's been on Fox Sports. It's been really interesting to watch. Now, they're, they're a club that's struggling. They had a win last weekend, but to watch the intensity of, of people like Michael Maguire, he, it looks like he's going to internally combust. Yeah, I've had a look at the, the show, and it is interesting. Uh, it gives you a very good insight into what goes on behind the scenes. And the problem is, it looks like he's aging, uh, but that's what rugby league can do to you when, you, when you're under the pump. Um, yeah, different sort of show. And again, look, you know, had the Tigers been winning, I'm sure the the um, the essence of the, the show would come across a little bit differently, but because they're in the wars. We get to see the warts and all, and uh, at times it's uh, you know it's tough to watch. Just on uh, Timmy's thoughts before on a on a survivor, if you had all the NRL coaches on Survivor, 
who do you think would come out on top? Do you think would it be the Melbourne Storm coach? Do you think Trent Robinson? Who do you think? Uh, look, it's a tough one, mate. I'd, I'd, I'd probably go off the top of my head for the Wiley Professor Desi Hasler. He'd, he'd find a way to, to get through. Desi's uh, an incredible character, and you know he, he would find a way to, to survive, I'm sure. There, there's some speculation, or there was. It looks like it's evening out a bit now that we're going to play the grand final on some South Pacific atoll as the whole country was locking its doors. But uh, what, what's your feedback out of the, the bubbles uh, at the moment with uh, the, the various teams? And you've got a, a quite a... Uh, quite a group of players amongst many of the teams. In my personal opinion, is let's just hope we get to the grand final. You know, you know the virus continues to spread, and well, the competition's going week to week, and and it's uh, you know Peter Valenis and his team are, are keeping it going. So my hope is that we just get there, uh, and that nothing goes wrong in between time. I don't care where they play the grand final as long as we get to it. Yeah, couldn't agree more, mate. And uh, the rabbits look like they're going well, mate. They uh, they're coming good at the right right end of the season. Plenty of strike in the in the south lineup, and and plenty of talent and plenty of depth. And I honestly believe this this is their window. Um, a little bit biased, but I'm not sure if the window is going to be as wide open next year without Adam Reynolds on board. So you know, this is it for the Barneys, in in my opinion. And uh, they're a very very good chance of, of winning the premiership. Is he is he excited about going to Brisbane, Adam? I haven't really spoken about it. Tim, obviously, the, the focus is through the uh, collective second premiership for South. He broke the record the other day, point scoring record. Um, so, it, you know, he hasn't hasn't really touched on it at all, other than um, you know knowing that he won't be at South next season. It's important that he finishes the year well this year. With uh, with all the talk about Jack Grealish uh, signing a hundred million dollar contract and Lionel Messi uh, leaving Barcelona. To Paris Saint Germain, it does raise the topic of of Thomas Lee, uh, Shane's son, at six years of age, a prodigious and precocious talent. There's, you know, you've had a little bit of time to think. Um, that 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 becomes a real priority for you. Well, part of my style is not to harass or annoy parents. Uh, him, but look, <laughs> Shane is well and truly on the radar. I, I won't say I'm stalking him, but I'm certainly keeping an eye on on him and his son. And at the appropriate time, they will be cornered. I have a special set of skills, and I will use. Them if I have to. So, um, Shane will be approached uh, officially at the appropriate time, probably not for another three or four weeks. <laughs> well, mate, well, mate, when you do, he'll be in good hands, Steve. You're one of the greats, mate, and uh, you do look after your players exceptionally well. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. I look forward to uh, having a coffee with you. You just got to convince mum, that's all. How many goals? Is, uh, is he playing at the moment or is it all stopped? No, nah, it's all stopped at the moment. He's playing a bit of basketball and he... Uh, he beat me around the world twice yesterday, little little bastards. <laughs> he's just wow. he's so competitive, yeah. I tell you what, this is going to be a bit of a challenge. He's a multi-sportsman. So. Do not let him sign anything at all, Shane. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you soon, mate. That was good. Thanks, too. See you later. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, we're going to scratch the surface about sports betting. All those exotics, it's, it's a really interesting space. Nathan Reeves from the Kindred Group is with us. All right, one of the uh, the great performers, I think, of 2021 have been the mighty Sydney Roosters in the Rugby League competition. They've had injuries left, right and centre. They've got a very proud band of sponsors and one of those is Unibet. And it's been intriguing to see what Unibet have done with some of their jersey sponsorship this year. It's been actually a real compliment to them. And we're joined by the general manager of Unibet here, Nathan Reeves. How are you, Nathan? G'day, Tim. I'm good, thanks. G'day, Nathan. Shane Lee here, mate. Um, first quick question. Uh, look, 
Tim and I both have our opinions on the NRL, who, who we think's going to win. Uh, where's, where's the money going this year for the Premiership? Uh, you can't go past Melbourne, but yeah. I think the real question mark is, is Cleary and how yeah. the Panthers bounce back after he returns. Mm. I mean, the, the Storm are $1.10 against the Panthers on a week or two ago. Mm. That's not a real true reflection of where the Panthers are at, um, to be honest. Uh, I've got boys in my office screaming at me, let get some publicity <laughs> and pay out on Melbourne early. But I don't know. I don't think it's that clear cut, to be honest. I, I, I was in their camp before last weekend, but I saw enough in Manly to to push them, even with a pretty much full strength Melbourne side. Look, I think they'll win the comp, but I can I can see why you're a little bit cautious on that one. Now, now tell us a bit more about the Roosters because um, it's it's novel what you've done. I know Gus Walland well, and his charitable initiative got you for life, and um, you guys have happily. Um, you know, given up uh, the back of Jersey a couple of times for, for Gotcha for Life. Yeah, it all started with uh, Sonny Bill last year in the in the middle of lockdown, getting a call from Jared, uh, mm. COO of the Roosters, telling me that Sonny won't play with the gambling company behind his back. Um, and he'd done that before in the Super League. And um, so it was a case of, well, if he's not going to play with us on his back, we don't want to be in a position where we're going to block him coming back or mm. have that space run around with a bit of tape over like he did with Betfred. So Jared was great and the Roosters were great as we started to talk about what we would do with that. And uh, we thought what would be better spot to give that up to than uh, you know, a noble clause like Gus's. And so it, we, we looked around for a bit and, and for charities to kind of come on board and be on the back. And Gotcha just kind of rang out like it was his message is clear. He's a great guy. He's, he's passionate about the Roosters. Um, and you just can't get a better course than Gus's, to be honest. So from that, we, we thought that that went so well. Um, and to see Sonny Bill run out with Gotcha for Life um, last year was, was fantastic. And then at the start of this season, we were looking at what we would do with Joseph being under 18. Mm. Um, and it was just a natural fit for Gotcha. And we thought that let's, let's up, the, up it a bit and see what we can do and make it special for an entire round. So to put gotcha on the back for an entire mm. of the entire team and make it like the gotcha for life game is something that we really pushed hard and had a lot prepared to do um but unfortunately covid kind of knocked the wind out of our sails a bit uh, and it's really unfortunate because it was it's really the most important time for his message to be getting out, to be honest. Mm, absolutely. 100%, mate, and a great initiative to do that. Yeah, there's a lot of people struggling, mate. Uh, just interested in, um, as, as a bookmaker, um, with the whole rule changes um, in the NRL this season, uh, with COVID, with the change of venues, with all this stuff going on, like how big a team do you need to actually set a market? Because there's a lot of moving um, moving pieces. Oh, look, the team size doesn't change because of the rules change. It's the hassle and the craziness that yeah. goes on. So, I mean, the other week when basically it looked like what the game's going to be on, where that game's going to be off, we, yeah. we had the, the issue of uh, do we refund customers' bets straight away? Do we void them? 
Mm. Are they going to stand for next week? What's the official ruling? What's the, what's the NRL going to say? What's the AFL going to say? And that all leads to frustration to the customer more than anything else. Mm. Um, we're sitting on the customer's money for, you know, the announcement I think didn't come out till I think five or six o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, but the rumours are floating around at you know ten o'clock in the morning gotcha. kind of thing. So yeah. people are you know well if I can't have that bet on the afternoon games, I'm flashed mm. on the dogs or whatever, <laughs> or, or the horses, and that, that's the hard part. Yeah, that's yeah. the hard mm. part. Sometimes our call centre guys get smashed more than our bookmakers at at the end of the day because people are calling up saying, hey. What's going to happen? And we didn't know either. <laughs> I don't know whether I don't know whether to put it on the one eight Cornell or uh, the eight team dap, Dapto or go on the uh, St George Chilliwara Bulldogs game. It, it, it's a difficult one. Nathan, what about the exotics? I, I love I love the the different exotics. Uh, betting on all sorts of different things. It's part of the Australian lexicon of life really that we'd, we'd bet on two flies uh, going up a wall um, is is there one that stands out for you one outrageous bet oh mate there are stacks of outrageous bets to be honest I mean I can remember coming back first week when the NRL came back last year I'm a we sponsored the Roosters and I've got a real soft spot in my heart for them but I, I'm a Broncos fan and, and we were up against Parramatta you know that first game of rugby league that came back I felt the whole country felt like we were um, back in the game. It was like that signal that things were getting back to normal. And uh, 30 seconds before kickoff, I get a call from my VIP manager letting me know that some madman has had $400,000 on the Broncos, which basically meant I couldn't cheer my own team home, which was uh, a bit sad. Uh, sure that wasn't you, Nathan? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, and then... I guess the most craziest thing is table tennis. If you told me that Russian table tennis was going to be a top sport at the beginning of 2020, I would have said no chance. But um, punters steamed into Russian table tennis in the middle of the night last year. It was absolutely (laughs) crazy. I reckon that was a mate of of mine. He's a big part of that. Hey, I'll tell you what not to bet on is 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 an exotic with um, backing the Dragons, my team, into what collar jacket Gladys Zicklin's going to wear. It's not a, not a great bet. <laughs> uh, there there are some crazy ones out there. Like, uh, will you play a play? Will your son manage to play for an EPL team? A number yeah. of different ones. Cool. Yeah, it is. It's fascinating. Well, Nathan, congratulations, Unibet, and and an amazingly wonderful initiative. And as you say, the Gotcha for Life charity. And we'll get Gus on our podcast as well over the next couple of weeks uh, there's no time like the present where that kind of focus on mental health is needed more so well done to you and uh, your association with the roosters and all the very best going forward can i just say one last thing please um, Tim? yeah go for it yeah look at uh, pun exit you know it's not everybody's thing but the most important thing that you do do if you, you are on the punt this weekend is make sure you set a limit uh, people, we don't want people getting into trouble during these tough times. So, mm. set a limit. It's like putting on a seatbelt. You might never need it, but if it's there, you'll be thankful that you had it. Uh, very wise words. Yeah, bet with your head, not over it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, Nath. Cheers. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Tim. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you today to Steve Gillis, also to Nathan Reeves and X-Blades, Shane. Yeah, www.xblades.com.au. And the great man himself, our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, will be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then, guys. Take care.